Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thank you for joining me on a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week on the Music Reviewer Podcast. My name's Josh, and today we're just doing um, the week of January 16th on Best and Worst Track of the Week. It is uh, late Friday evening, and yeah, we're just going to get on with this episode. Um, if you're new to Best and Worst Track of the Week, thanks for joining me. This is just an episode I do on my podcast where I talk about music. Specifically, this segment, I cover all new entries onto this week's Billboard Hot 100, rate them all with the letter grade, and then uh, choose one that's the worst, choose one that's the best. Um, that's pretty much just the gist of it. So yeah, thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate it. And yeah, before we get started, just want to let everyone know, um, in terms of album reviews, there are some down the pipeline. I have some written and, uh, that will start, uh, be coming in soon. Now that, uh, we have a nice plethora of albums that have been released recently. So, uh, just be on the lookout for that. Nothing too much in terms of the podcast. I have not put anything out since last week's Best Orange Track of the Week. So, forgive me on that one. Uh, but, uh, thank you for, uh, sticking with me throughout the holidays and, uh, everything, uh, since, I guess, November, where it felt like the world's been just absolutely batshit crazy. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and go on to the gist of this episode. Uh, in terms of overall on the Billboard Hot 100 this week, I felt like this was a pretty natural feeling week. Um, last week I, f- I mentioned it felt like, uh, this is a week where stuff might just be passing through. Um, suspicions were kind of confirmed on that one. I think maybe even the week before that, I kind of had that suspicion as well too. Uh, with, I guess, there is some lingering elements of Christmas music left. Uh, it is pretty safe to say, though, that Christmas music has left. Uh, I, I think that's officially marked once uh, All I Want for Christmas is You uh, is officially gone, and it's officially gone this week, so yeah. Um, in terms of artists, though, I have um, some stuff from Glass Animals, uh, Brett Young, um, Eric Church, uh, Dustin Lynch, a lot of country this week, but also some familiar names like Black Eyed Peas, Justin Bieber. But anyways, um, some highlights overall in the chart. Uh, Mood by 24K of Golden is still holding on at number one. Not too surprised there. Uh, a lot of the stuff on the top ten was fairly stagnant. Um, although Go Crazy by uh, Chris Brown and Young Thug, the track I know I've listened to before, but I can't for the life of me remember even how it sounds. It's up to number five. It seems to have some momentum. And it's interesting because that track has seen has been lingering since like summer last year 2020 so um yeah it it just seems to be holding out and i don't know if it's because there's a lack of uh generally and more interesting things but it seems like it might uh have some upward trajectory um also levitating or actually uh, before we get to that other track also anyone by justin bieber uh, a new track i covered this week debuted at number six quite high uh, Justin Bieber has like two songs on the top 10 right now because I think Holy is up there at like number five or four, a terrible track. Um, foreshadow the episode a little bit. Anyone's a lot better than that track. Also at number seven, Levitating by Dua Lipa, I think featuring the baby. We covered that baby already like a couple months ago. I really dug that track. Um, up to number seven. So it seems like Dua Lipa, I think that track might have had a relation to her last album. 
Um, but yeah, doing quite well. And then also, we it officially happened. Bang by AGR cracked the top 10. Uh, I have seen this thing climb that slow ass, uh, slow and steady wins the race type deal. Uh, this track has been on here. Just steadily climbing. I covered it on one of the first best and worst tracks of the week last year. Uh, I do not even, I don't even really even like this song, um, but uh, it cracked the top 10. I don't know if it will go any higher because any higher just seems absolutely freaking absurd. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, Therefore, I am by um, Billie Eilish, a track I talked about last week up to 14. I, I mentioned it might have some upper trajectory. Looks like that was the case. Uh, don't know how much it's going to hold, though. Uh, and then Whoop DYCJ, uh, this terribly mediocre uh, trap song that I covered a couple weeks ago, up to 21 this week. Cracked the top quarter of the charts. Um, still don't really know what's behind this track. It's, it's interesting, but the track is fairly mediocre um also a track we covered last week good days by SZA up to number 23 um glad to see that it has some traction we'll see how that goes i thought that was a pretty decent track uh also a track champagne night by lady a up to 33 did not expect to see that track go that far up i think it might even dropped out or almost dropped out uh in the midst of the holidays so interesting to see maybe nashville just doesn't have much going on right now um also, another nice thing uh, to see, Pretty Heart by Parker McCollum, a track that actually did drop out um, a couple weeks ago, all the way back up to 37 again. So, good job on that one. Uh, that's one of our best work, best tracks of the week um, that early on in this series. Glad to see that one holding on. Also, Take You Dancing by Jason Derulo, up to 57. It made a huge jump. Uh, I think this track might have some trajectory to becoming a hit. Or a bigger hit than it is now. Um, we'll see. But I thought this track was dead in the water a couple weeks ago. Uh, also, a track we talked about last week, Down to One uh, by Luke Ryan, is up to 72. Uh, fairly late in terms of like this track gaining traction because the album released like in the middle of summer. But I guess this might be one of the last uh, holdout singles that the label decided to push. Seems like it's kind of working. Uh, and then Just by just the Way by Parmalee and Blanco Brown. Up to 75 this week, our worst track of the week last week. This song is f fucking awful. I did gain some more insight on Parmalee, though. They are not an up-and-coming country band, like I um, ignorantly assumed. Uh, they actually have some, uh, I guess, pedigree under their belts. They had a hit, um, I think, in the mid-2010s with a track called Carolina that sounded awfully a lot like the shit Daughtry got big on. Uh, I learned that by watching another YouTuber's video randomly uh, between now and then, which was just a co complete coincidence. Uh, but needless to say, that track and this track sound nothing alike, and they definitely sold out on Just The Way. Uh, and, and no one needs to be uh, giving this track any more uh, attention than it has. Um, but like I said earlier, Christmas music dropped out. That's dead and gone. And also the Playboy Cardi stuff from Whole Lot of Red dropped out. So that really had no staying power. Kind of a dud on that one. Um, also, Fantano gave it a five. But anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the uh, meat and potatoes of this uh, episode. Starting at number 97, Lady by Brett Young. Uh, Brett Young's one of these country artists that uh, they kind of like fit in mainstream, but they 
don't really have the name power, but they sort of just fit into Nashville radio quite nicely without causing too much of a ruckus. This track is nice. Um, it's Thomas Rhett-like, especially in that opening instrumental. Uh, it's structured around piano chords. I think that's a characteristic of a lot of his music. Um, and um, there's a nice melodic guitar hook there that's very characteristic of a lot of country music these days. Um, but it serves the purpose well. There's some full and lush moments in the instrumental, uh, almost sensitive uh, in a way. And it's a mid-tempo track. Some clear guitar accompaniment thrown in with some nice sentiment lyrically uh, about raising a daughter. Um, uh, track has a nice brief guitar solo thrown in. Uh, nothing too uh, revolutional, but it was a decent country track to give it a B. Next track was Almost Maybes by Jordan Davis, uh, coming in at 95. Uh, don't really know who Jordan Davis is, but he is definitely a country artist. That I've never heard of. I'm sure maybe he have a, he ha, he might have another hit or two under his belt, but I'm assuming he's an up and coming country star because his shit sounds way too much like uh, Thomas Rhett or Old Dominion. Um, another track that thrown in with a typical country guitar hook at the beginning. Uh, it's upbeat and poppy, but I'm not a fan of like this thumpy percussion thrown on the track. There's also some pretty unfitting, uncredited auxiliary female vocals thrown in that really don't make the song that much better. Uh, this track is pretty meh. It's a little generic. I felt like I heard it before but by another artist. Uh, maybe he writes Jordan Davis as a songwriter in Nashville. Maybe that's why it sounds like something I've heard before. But this song isn't all that uh, great. I give it a C. Next track was uh, by Eric Church, Hell of a View, coming in at 94. Um, honestly, I thought this track was okay, but uh, from someone like Eric's Church, I was expecting a little bit more. This one's a little lukewarm for me. Uh, this track, um, has a nice development overall. Um, it opens with, like, this exposed guitar and vocals, and then everything else just keeps on layering on top of that. Uh, but every, when, once everything comes in, in the production, it just sounds very washed out. I'm not sure why. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of affects the song overall. It's a pretty clear and cut track, though. Um, it's a little anthemic as well. But uh, there's some also some interesting synth textures thrown in. But I don't know. It doesn't really feel like a country track, but it also feels like a pretty clear and straightforward Eric Church track. Maybe Eric, Eric Church is kind of like this uh, outlaw country vet uh, who maybe is developing their sound. But I, I can kind of see it moving away from country. Uh, in a sense, and more to like this Americana type of style or this, uh, I don't know, this weird adult alternative uh, uh, evolution thing going on. Anyways, I give the track a B. Uh, next track is uh, Back in Blood featuring Lil Dirk by Pooh Shiesty coming in number 93. This is my introduction to Pooh Shiesty, but it's obvious with the <laughs> feature with Lil Dirk, he is a gangster rapper. Um, and it sounds like Little Dirk's aesthetic, especially, but somehow he managed to make it, make it even more minimal. I say a lot when I covered Little Dirk's music. He makes all of his instrumentals around a minor key piano, uh, chords. Uh, and this track is a ascending and descending minor scale, uh, in the piano that's quite static. And it just does the same thing over and over again. 
Um, but yeah, they at least pull off the gangster aesthetic here. It's somewhat convincing. The ad-libs are pretty stupid in terms of Pooh Shiesty's performance. And Little Dirk's presence on this feature is a hundred times more captivating than Pooh Shiesty. Um, he is just that much better of a rapper. And I am not really ever going to uh, have much expectations for Pooh Shiesty. Um, this is essentially Lil Durk's track once he jumps onto it. Also, the drum track is wimpy. Uh, but if it wasn't for Lil Durk, this track would be god-awful, but I gave it a B-. minus. Uh, next track was Mama's House by Dustin Lynch uh, at 88. This is an artist I am surprised I'm barely just now covering because he is another prominent name in country music. I just think we're he's been caught between album cycles um, since I've started this. And uh, yeah, I, needless to say, I'm somewhat of a Dustin Lynch proponent. He kind of has a bad rep. Um, he's, you know, essentially generic boy country if you want to get down, uh, not bro country if you want to get down to it. Um, but there's something about him where he, I think he at least tries. Um, this track in general is interesting. Um, it has a typical Dustin Lynch sound, signature sound to it, if there's such a thing. Um, it's kind of sounds like a younger, more new age Jason Aldean with like this mid tempo, uh, simmering nature pace to it. Um, with like just a little bit more swag, if you will. And I like the attempt to make this track very guitar centric with like this electric, these electric guitar runs and embellishments thrown all over the track makes it just a little bit more interesting to listen to than the standard country music. And I'm not really sure where he's getting at it. Lyrically, I think that's the Achilles heel of this track. Not to say country music is supposed to sound very smart or symbolic a lot of the times, but essentially he's getting at that he's so pissed off uh, at this girl in this town that if it wasn't for his mom's house being in that town, he would have burnt it down already. That is the gist of everything. Um, but yeah, interesting track. I am dig more of the composition overall. Uh, I gave it a B. This next track's an interesting one. It's A Girl Like Me by Black Eyed Peas and Shakira at 87. Uh, I think I've only covered one other Black Eyed Peas track in the length of this podcast, and this is the first time I'm ever covering Shakira. Um, this is an improvement from certainly from the last Black Eyed Peas track, but this that's not saying much. Um, also, I ever since maybe like early 2010s i just could not get on board with whatever shakira is doing um yeah but the this track um uh, it sounds like it's stuck in like the 2010s club boom like black eyed peas got stuck there and they have no idea what to fucking do um <laughs> and they're just desperate for features and stuff like this the track starts off with some pretty cheap clap track percussion in the intro uh, and it immediately greeted with Shakira's chorus hook part, uh, where that features this terrible wailing in her upper register that's really not all that flattering. There is a certain ambience to this track that isn't bad, but once you get Shakira's voice on that chorus, when, when that stuff is created, it just completely kills any uh, anything that I had going for it. Uh, I will say her solo verse, where she's uh, she sings a more... Uh, interesting part with Spanish lyrics is a lot more pleasant. I would have really preferred the track revolve or uh, be more centered around that sort of idea. 
Um, there is a nice melodic piercing bass line for a lot of the track. I will give it that. Um, but it's a Black Eyed Peas track. Uh, the I still can't distinguish really, other than Will I Am, which one is going at what point. The verses are very uh, all similar sounding. They all sound uh, similar in terms of presence and delivery. Uh, and it's a track uh, about gawking over Latino woman, um, and they got Shakira on it. It's really that's it. It's it goes as far as that. I give it a C plus. Next track was Anyone by Justin Bieber, number six. This track really surprised me. I think uh, one thing I've learned since doing this series is that Justin Bieber um, is featured on here a lot. Um, and this is one of the more better Justin Bieber tracks I've listened to. Um, it's pretty unusual aesthetically as well. It, there's this mid-tempo vibe thing going on. What's this interesting bubbly synth textures that go on throughout the track. And it definitely goes for these big moments with like these drum hits where he's like straight up belting quite early on in the track. And there's some weird 80s flair to it with like some like new wave guitar uh, thrown in and maybe some power pop nature. Uh, I do dig the moments where they have these call and response falsetto vocals. It reminds me a bit of the music of Caroline Polachek um, from her previous album. Um, some maybe slight influence there. I don't know if Justin Bieber listens to her, but I liked hearing that sort of similarity. Um, there's a nice build up to a climatic moment at the end where we get a lot more drum presence and it's executed quite well. So I was surprised here. I gave it a B plus. And yeah, fairly short week. Um, uh, we're now to the point where I give the best and worst track of this week. And, um, you know, I didn't really hate anything this week, and I didn't really absolutely love anything either, but uh, I'll start on the worst track of the week, so we end on a high note. Uh, worst track of the week goes to Florida Georgia Line at 79 with Long Live. Uh, I'm not surprised that they got worst track of the week. Really what bothers me about this track is that it sounds like a Florida Georgia Line song. Um, it sounds like they haven't developed at all this whole entire decade since they were like first introduced in the 2010s, uh, early 2010s. Um, it has a typical jangly guitar intro with like this typical country rock guitar hook. Um, if you, you know, held a gun up to my head, um, and gave me a second to tell me who this artist was, I wouldn't even flinch i'd be that's florida georgia line if i didn't ever listen to this track before um they may even make a walmart reference in this track like how blandly pandering are they at this point uh and you know they they just there's really no development to this the instrumental sounds cut and paste from several one of their other tracks i wouldn't be surprised if this track was written and it was on the back burner for a while and they just finally decided to use it uh the pacing and the song structure are just very formulaic it's even unenergetic uh, un like their presence is just completely phoned in too so uh that was really why i get worst track of the week uh you kind of got it by default honestly best track of the week was actually a bit of a surprise i didn't expect this artist especially with the uh with how long this song uh was released to make it uh, this far onto the american charts because the band's glass animals with heat waves at 100 they're a uk band 
a indie synth pop kind of outfit that does have a big following and a um a presence to them there's certainly no uh amateurs or uh newbies um but yeah glass animals came in this week uh, at respectively at 100 with heat waves but this track uh, was off of their latest album that dreamland that released in the summer which i reviewed and really my suspicions with this track were kind of just confirmed with this making it onto the billboard hot 100 uh because this is a very catchy pop track uh, that was the biggest takeaway I got from this track when I was first covering it. Uh, it sounds like you could literally put in Post Malone on this track, have him sing the hooks and the, the verses and just take over the vocal duties. And this would probably be a number one hit. Um, there's some very typical pop trap production on here. Uh, best hook on the album, if you listen to the album overall, the catchiest chorus as well. Uh, but it's a very straightforward track. It doesn't try to be overly quirky like a lot of, you know, what they were doing on that album and what a lot of indie pop or synth pop bands do. Um, I love the harmonies that drop in and out of this track as well. Um, I don't like the, I don't mind also that they have these chopped and screwed, screwed moments at the end of the lines on some, some of the courses. And it seems like this track actually does fit kind of well and organically into uh, the nature of the pop charts with uh, it featuring a lot of, you know, typical pop features and w with the trap, uh, hi-hats and percussion. Uh, it feels like this was almost bound to happen. And I don't know why it took so long because we're already, we're for one in the middle of winter and it's already a new year. Um, but yeah, very catchy track, very catchy chorus. My gut tells me it's going to drop out, but we'll see. But yeah, best track of the week goes to Glass Animals with Heat Waves. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty interesting week. I'm interested to see what happens next week, too. But yeah, if you stuck with me to the end of this episode, thanks for listening. My name is Josh. I'll be reviewing some more music soon. Stay tuned for album reviews. They are coming. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you have any feedback, like and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a comment, good or bad. So, or subscribe on your respective streaming service. I will see you all later.